electrician here and the furniture being delivered at 1015. Well, let's get underway. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're talking about with family and friends. We have conversations about current events, pop culture, headlines in the news, trends, music, and often endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Jack and Donna, my second act. My name is Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Okay, it is Thanksgiving Palooza. Thanksgiving Palooza. <sighs> in full disclosure, we're recording this the day before Thanksgiving. I sent you my grocery list. <laughs> yeah. Have you had a chance to look at it? I just did, as a matter of fact. How do you feel? Um, this is not I, a uh, list. I just want to say this, that you can rush through. Okay. So I just, uh, I keep saying to you, like, if, if this is going to be a problem, I'll do it. No, I got it. Of course I've got it. But, it's, but there's it's, no it's, Thanksgiving it's without the it's groceries. Uh, it's extensive from giant Well, I'm going to send you corn. money. It's not the money. Are you kidding Let's me? Let's go through it. Uh, one can green giant cream corn. One can green well, yeah, giant. Yeah, I don't want you getting some off brand. Sour cream. Yeah, well, no, no off brand. I can go to Ollie's on, down let's... here. I can go to Ollie's. No, I, that's what I'm saying. No, if you're doing that, we're not. I'm not doing it. Okay. What's wrong with Ollie's green serious. beans? Because I, I'm no, I'm not doing this. Okay. I can get sour cream there. I can get butter. Fr- nope. Okay. Nope. Has to be fresh. Why? Um, and you, you understand like. Ollie's isn't fresh. It's fresh. Okay. Do you understand like the green beans have to be like the fresh cut green beans, not the French ones? Uh, the one two, with the thicker stalks? What's PDS mean? Pounds. Oh, okay. That'd be LBS, I think. Uh, green beans, fresh, thicker, not French. Correct. Baking soda, brown sugar, soy sauce, Bob Evans, large tub mashed potatoes, two. Well, I'm saying, do we need to? Because, you know, we have a soft palate, so. Well, explain that. Well, so my niece Ava's had her wisdom teeth out, which I have to send you a picture of her. She just looks pitiful, but she's doing good. But um, so like on the mashed potatoes, I need you to gauge it because this is what you need to write at the, at the top of your list. You need to know that there's one, two, three, four, five, six guests. Okay. Okay. So when you're like thinking of things and how much people are going to eat and you got some vegetarians who only eat certain things, like that's how you gauge how much of something you need. Right? On a cranberry sauce, it says cranberry sauce in can and fresh. Yes, one, so of each. one can because what, what Olivia likes. Well, Olivia likes the, um, you know, gelatiny one. And then there's the fresh one at Publix that has like the berries and the stuff. That's what I need. I need one of each. Okay. I'm starting to like get hives with you going to the store because I know well, it's going to happen. Get, You're going to push this to the last minute. Looking, I'm not going to do that either, Donna. Okay. Well, I mean, the store is open late tonight, so you don't have to go like right away. I don't know if it's open late tonight, but I'm not going to go right away either. I'm going to get it done, though. Calm down. I'm, I'm, I'm getting anxious just looking at the list. Okay. Keep wow. going. Uh, mac and cheese on packet on soup aisle. Two packs. Fresh. Yeah, like not uh-huh. the. Yeah. Not like the yucky mac and cheese. Like I need the one that's like the soup kind. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Uh, cranberry sauce okay. covered that. Rolls, fresh grated Parmesan, deli, not green can. Not not like the uh, the, the kind of spaghetti. That's right. You want fresh grated Parmesan. Of course you do. Grated, correct. Uh, panko breadcrumbs, mid-sized Brussels sprouts. What's a mid-sized Brussels sprout look like? 
Well, so the, if you get them too thin, they don't, because we're frying these. We're crisp. We're doing like, this is going to be so good. I'm like, I just can't wait for these. They're going to be crispy Parmesan Brussels sprouts. If you get the big ones, then they're too um, cabbage -y. And if you get the little teeny tiny ones, then they won't fry. I mean, they're too thin to fry. Do you know what I'm talking about? It can't be like a shaved Brussels sprouts. Do you know what I mean? Okay. No shaved Brussels sprouts. Ooh. Now, am I getting the ham oh, too? Oh, boy. I've already gotten the ham. I've got the ham. I've got the turkey. Okay. I got this. I got that. I got to, I got to psych myself up. I've got cool whip. I'm good. Toothpicks, parchment paper, dog treats, Hershey bars, marshmallows, sweet tea in the gallon jug, pumpkin pie. I'm going to grab another cup of go. pie too. I'm going to grab a couple pies. Well, and Annette's bringing a cake too. Annette. Annette, your sister. Okay. Annette, your sister, yeah. let's start Let's start the uh, Thanksgiving extravaganza. Mm. We're talking about with those her. guests that show up with their 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 dish not ready. And when I say not ready, I don't mean like they just got to heat it up, 350 for 20 minutes, 450 for 15 minutes. I'm talking they bring raw ingredients into your home and ask for a, 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 a saute pan. Yes. And begin, begin preparation at your yeah. in, in your kitchen yeah. minutes before the meals to be served. Yeah. Yeah. It happens every year. And I love my sister, but it's like, again, and, and I, I mean, it, there's no point in comparing, but as, as we've always hosted Thanksgiving, I've always had three kids. They haven't gone anywhere. We haven't added to them. We haven't lost any kids along the way, like, you know, left them somewhere at Chili's or something. So, um, she has one child. And so like, I, I just a lot going on and we usually have to go over and pick up my mother, which I have to do tomorrow from her assisted living place, which of course we want to do, but there's just a lot going on. And if you're the host, as we've talked about, you're trying to time everything with the turkey and the ham and all the sides and everything. And so you just expect your guests to walk in and yes, maybe they have their like, you know, casserole dish that needs to be heated. Of course, that's different than bringing in like a bag Raw of green beans. Yeah. Yes. And, and like some fat back. Yeah. And garlic. And, and just like, can I, I need a pan. I need, and it's like, oh my gosh, you're kidding me right now. It doesn't take, and it's always the person's like, it doesn't take, this is not going to take that long to make. Right. But I've got all my food ready to go onto the table. So I thought what you came up with the other day was just brilliant. It's trunk to table. Okay. There's trunk farm to table, to table yep. and there's trunk to table. And we are seeking trunk to table guests. And only trunk to table guests. Yes. And I'm a big believer. Like, I know there are a lot of people who love making every single thing from scratch. Like, you've heard me talking about this um, cranberry sauce. And you're like, oh, you can make it from scratch. If you're one of those people, that is fantastic. There have been different times dur during the years when your mom was here where we did do things from scratch and, and different things. But in my current life, I, I don't have time for that. Right, stand by. Stand by. The singers are here. The singers are here, Donna, oh. for entertainment. Hang on. Okay, good. Hang on one second. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. All right, we're back. They're loud, aren't they? Let's see if we can't tone it down for the next uh, the next segment. Hang on, I gotta go get some candelabra bulbs. I'll be right back. Oh, okay, I don't know what that means, but okay. Okay.
while we wait on Donna. We can talk Black Friday shopping. And hang on, I'm going to ask Donna coming up during this episode uh, to give some advice for those that are taken to the streets tomorrow for Black Friday shopping. Some advice as a shopper herself, but also as a general manager of a men's retail store. Some advice that can make your day more efficient. And you can also help out those that are working retail tomorrow. Busiest shopping day of the year. They'll be ready for Gainesville, Georgia. Be ready for you in Gainesville Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Gallery Furniture, Black Friday shopping. Furniture for every room in your home and right now and every day. Priced right. And Donna can guarantee you financing if you have six months on the job and a checking account. That's all you need for guaranteed financing at Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. Askforthewolfman.com. Family-owned small business started 40-plus years ago, over four decades ago in Gainesville. Still at the same location on Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville. Whether you're shopping for uh, the dining room, the kids' room, the kitchen, the den, the living room, wherever you need furniture, gallery furniture has what you're looking for. All right? You want something with flair. You want something that's going to pop. They have that too. Reasonable pricing, great quality furniture for every room in your house. Gallery furniture, Black Friday, open tomorrow. Open Saturday, open Sunday, open seven days a week. Hashtag ask for Donna, ask for the Wolfman. That's right, Donna. Uh, learn the business, learn the trade from her daddy. And her daughter, Marilyn, now pretty much runs the show in Gainesville. Gallery Furniture, seven days a week. They're there for you. Gallery Furniture, askforthewolfman.com. It's the Thanksgiving extravaganza. Lollapalooza episode or something like that. Of Cadillac Jack, my second act. And I asked Donna to share something with you here during this episode of the podcast. Hey, I wanted to know if you would give some advice for those that are going to hit Black Friday this Friday uh, as, mm. as a, a, a manager, general manager of a men's retail store. What kind of advice would you give for Black Friday shopping as a manager, as a general manager, but also as a shopper? Well, um, you don't have to be waiting on me when I open the door. Okay. There's nothing that you need. Okay. Well, that a, a big bargain. You know, a big, big do you want bargain? my advice here? Do you, don't be just sitting on the bench. And looking at your watch, and then it's 20 until the time I open, and I'm going to vacuum, and you're literally going to pull on the door handle five times and stare into my store. I'm not opening my store until both hands are on that that time, okay? Okay. You can keep pulling on the door, but I'm not going to open, because, see, I'm vacuuming, okay? And I'm straightening up, and I'm fluffing and dusting and doing what I need to do, spraying out my dressing range for where people have tooted in there, okay? Yeah. Okay. So you just stay right there, and I'll be, I see you. I see you, sir. And then you open the door, and this is what you do. Hi, was there something you needed? Come on in. You know, you expect them to run in because it's like a 911 emergency that they get that red polo. No, I'm just looking. My wife's next door. Okay, I'm going to throat punch you. Okay? All right. A lot of throat punching going on. I know. This is a tough week for me because these people just test every nerve you have. I'm not kidding you. I dare you to work retail on Black Friday. Okay, the other thing is... If we have the signs up that say what's on sale, that's what's on sale. Okay, this is not the bazaar in um, I don't even know where, Abu Dhabi, where you just, like, negotiate. Okay? Make an offer. Yeah. It's not a yard sale. Um, is, like, 20% the best y'all are doing? Yeah, yes. That's if that's it. what the sign says, then that's the best we're doing. Okay? All right. So read the signs and respect the signs. We'll be number two. Just follow the signs. Follow the signs. Yeah, follow the signs. All right. Number Whatever three, the sign last says, one. that's what's on sale. Number three, what you got? Uh, number three is take your out of the dressing room. Right, okay. You, you don't have Ooh. to refold it because you can't refold it, sir. You don't know how to fold a shirt. I have a board that folds a shirt and I have children that do that behind the counter. Okay. However, you don't just leave your crumpled pile of crap 
in the corner of the dressing room. Did your mother or father never teach you to like at least bring it out and say, hey, these are the things I didn't want, okay? Don't push them behind my big mirror because I'm going to find your pants, okay? Long after you're gone, and I'll cuss you. And if you take off your Band-Aid, take it with you and throw Ooh, it away. How many Band-Aids have you found in dressing rooms? A few. Tell me not. Donna with some Black Friday shopping advice. If you are courageous enough to hit the streets tomorrow for Black Friday shopping, uh, do you want to do a plug for the store or anything? Sure. If you're over by, uh, if you're by Avalon, or actually we have we have twelve stores. So, um, if you're listening and you live in different states, we have stores as far as Texas. We have stores in Raleigh. We have stores in Charlotte. We have stores in Chattanooga. I know there's a lot of listeners everywhere. We don't have stores in Florida. We do have a store in Thomasville, Georgia. Um, but in Atlanta, we have Gainesville, Buckhead, Athens, and Avalon, where you can come see me. So, um, the store is Onward Reserve, and we have twelve stores, one owner. Um, and we sell men's clothes, um, but we have everything. We have just great stuff. So um, come by and see me, and sometimes you'll see me in another store because I go and help other stores open and do things like that. So, um, But we would love to see you. And, yes, Black Friday, we've got a big sale going on and ready to roll. I've got, like, 21 kids working Friday. Wow. All throughout the day um, and weekend, all my college kids came back. And um, I've got little Santa ear hats for them to wear. They're very excited. Well, I don't know if they are, but too bad they're not. You know what I mean? Do you get to expense those? Uh, yes, I okay. do. Uh-huh. I don't care. I mean, it doesn't matter. Yes. I was just curious. Yes. All right. Onward Reserve. Men's clothing retailer. Retailer. All right. That's Donna Jack. Correct. All right. So we are off radio tomorrow. Tomorrow's pre-recorded on radio. Atlanta's The Bear 95. We're back Monday, 5.30 till 10 with uh, new, fresh, interesting, engaging content. On the radio, Monday through Friday, 5.30 till 10. Search for The Bear 925 in the Apple App Store or Google Play. And you can join us five days a week, 5.30 till 10 Eastern for Cadillac and Donna on The Bear 925 in Atlanta. And nationwide, when you listen using the free Bear 925 app. For years, our Thanksgiving eating revolved around a schedule I had that was mandated by the Macy's Great Tree Lighting at Lenox Mall in Atlanta. You know, for years, Don, it was Thanksgiving night, and then they moved it uh, about 2019, maybe, to a Sunday evening, the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. But there was a run of years where Thanksgiving afternoon, I'd have to leave the house and head to uh, Lenox Mall and prepare for the Macy's Great Tree Lighting at Lenox Mall in Buckhead, which is about... Uh, about 10 miles north of downtown, not that far, maybe five miles north of downtown Atlanta. And uh, it was a great experience. And this was a huge tree um, that they went out and and and, and they, they hunted for it, is what they did every year, to find the great tree. It was a big deal, finding this tree. And then they truck because it wasn't in. wasn't it like if you, had, if you thought you had a tree, you could call them? Sure. And they would go and, and, yeah. and you know, look scout at it. Scout it. Yeah, scout it. That's mm-hmm. the word I'm looking for. Uh, the tree that sits atop Macy's. At uh, Buckhead's Lenox Mall featured 45,000 multicolored lights, and it would shine through the new year. And for about 13 years, I was a part of this celebration and the tree lighting with uh, Channel 2, our ABC affiliate, WSB-TV. They carried it live. And Macy's. And uh, it was a great experience. And through the years, um, you know, getting down there on, on Thanksgiving, you saw so many people who were there totally, I mean, really busting their asses on Thanksgiving Day. We're talking... You know, grippers and rippers and, and camera people and technical people and people in the, the, the truck and producers calling the shots and things like that. They gave up their entire day. I, I left the house at, what, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Got down there around Yeah, we four. would literally just have to get up from the table 
and just like we had to plan everything at Thanksgiving around, like you said, that time. And we would all just like I would leave all the dishes on the table and we would just leave. And so I'd get down there and you had to do, uh, you know, we do a run through. There'd be uh, makeup, there'd be, uh, you know, all different, you know, camera shots and, and blocking as it's called and things like that. But Macy's did a great job of bringing in talent every year to perform. And most often it was a country, up and coming country talent. Uh, because, well, record labels want that exposure on the nation's largest ABC affiliate here in Atlanta, WSB Channel 2. And they want that exposure in that, uh, you know, the uh, uh, then came social media through the years and things like that. But, you know, appearing and performing on the Macy's Great Tree Lighting and Buckhead was a pretty big deal for an artist. And through the years, we welcomed just about everybody. Um, do you have a favorite, Donna? Or do you remember a, a favorite performer from the audience, you know, from sitting in the audience? Um. Wasn't Brett Eldridge was there one time, right? He was. That's where I met his parents. First time I ever met his mom and dad. Because what the artists yeah, would do often um, is they would they would route their Thanksgiving around Atlanta because they knew they were going to be here for the great tree lighting. Artists were required to be here 24 hours prior to broadcast. So you had to be in town by Wednesday afternoon. And then you wouldn't leave until, say, Friday morning. So you were blocked. You were spending Thanksgiving in Atlanta. Why not have your family come here if they could? And that's what Brett Eldridge did. Yeah. Um Exactly. And and also, I'll tell you who I remember that was amazing. And they went on to be like really huge. But at the time, we were like, these people are so talented. But we had no idea they were. It was Pentatonix. Yes. What was the hit they had? Do you remember them? I do. I do. Barely. Well, but... they did that whole Christmas tree, but they would like kind of riff off each other. And they were, I mean, they didn't have any instruments or anything. It was like all acapella. It was, they were amazing. A lot of people from the, uh, or a lot of artists, I don't want to say people, a lot of artists from the, uh, you know, the reality shows like American Idol. Uh, they just won, say, Idol or uh, what does NBC have, The Voice or something like that. And then they would you know, go on a nationwide press tour. And a stop in Atlanta for the Macy's Great Tree Lighting was a great opportunity to get some exposure. Uh, and so many of them would, would head yeah. this way after winning. Um, Santa was there as well every year. The mayor always was mm -hmm. there at the, uh, the Great Tree Lighting at Macy's. And it was carried live on uh, Many years two. with um, Monica Kaufman. Yes. It started with David Chanley, who was a weatherman, chief meteorologist at Channel 2 for years, for decades. Uh, David Chanley is now at Fox 5, or Fox affiliate, as a chief meteorologist. Uh, it was David Chanley, Monica Kaufman, originally, they did the, uh, the great tree lighting. And then, uh, oh, Cadillac Jack was added to the equation. I don't know how that began. I don't know how that started. Do you remember how that came about? I was going to say, how did that all come out? I don't remember. Out? It's been so long ago. Uh, Macy's ultimately had the, the, the decision on everything, because Macy's paid for the half hour. Macy's paid Channel 2 in Atlanta a great amount of money for them to bump their regular programming on Thanksgiving night or Sunday, as it became later in the years, it became a, a Sunday night event before Thanksgiving. But they would, Macy's would cut that check for Channel 2 to clear programming for 30 minutes, and they would get, or an hour, I guess it was, an hour, and they would get an entire block uh, to do what they wanted to do. And, of course, it was nothing but Macy's commercials. I was responsible for, you know, hyping the crowd in between commercial breaks uh, and, and, and pitching Macy's products. You wore Macy's products. There was a fitting about three weeks before the Great Tree Lighting. You would go down to Macy's at Lenox. And there would be stylists from, from Macy's, uh, New York or uh, L.A. or somewhere, some in Atlanta. And they would look at you and, 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 and find a look for you. You know, so everybody looked. It was a cohesive look between Monica Kaufman, anchor at Channel 2, Chief Meteorologist David Chanley and myself. Uh, then through the years, Monica Kaufman kind of stepped aside when she retired. And uh, Jovita Moore was added to the mix. Yeah. Um, Jovita passed a little over, wow, a year ago of uh, brain cancer. But she was... Uh, Monica Kaufman's, uh, not replacement, but uh, her. Her protege who yeah, stepped in. She was. Kind of. Like she, uh, Jovita came from Mobile, Well, she Alabama. was the heir apparent to that seat. Yeah, I mean, she, and, and I think Monica kind of like handpicked her too. I mean, like she, 
I don't say she was groomed, but she really was to to be in that position. Um, and they were always so great. I mean, it was almost like a big family when you would go down there because Art was there. Then his son later um, did a lot of the production on the on the event. And it was just like one big family, you know, because, listen, everybody was leaving their family at Thanksgiving. I mean, for I can't I mean, for how many years we, we couldn't travel on Thanksgiving. Every, right. not, and what, if we wanted to go up to the mountain house or see your mom or whatever, everybody had to come down here. And there were so many years that were just great where your mom was here, my mom was here, they, everybody was together. You know, the grandparents were together. It was a lot of fun. Here's a pentatonix and hallelujah. Mary, did you know this is on? Yeah, they were amazing. Were they brothers and sisters? Who were some remember. of the ones you remember? Uh, some of the ones I remember through the years. Jody Messina was a great uh, act. Uh, you know, a lot of times they would also bring them over from, uh, from from top forty occasionally, rather than country. Uh, the country acts, most of them I was familiar with and had met previously. Um, there was uh, did Jennifer Nettles do it? Jennifer Nettles did it one year. Yes, uh, solo. She had the solo project. Yes. Out. Um, and. Uh, uh, da, da, da. Montgomery Gentry, I think, did it one year. If I recall, again, we go back 13 years with this. Uh, the Great Tree Lining at Lenox with uh, Macy's. What Macy's would also do is they would book, say they had, uh, say, uh, you know, a, a, a B-level artist that they wanted to bring to the Great Tree Lighting in Atlanta. They would then buy that artist's entire day, and they would start in New York City that morning, Thanksgiving morning, doing the Macy's uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade, all right? And they'd do a Macy's float, and they'd sing there. Then they would hop on a private Macy's jet, and they'd fly from New York City to Atlanta. And then they would do uh, the great tree lighting here in Atlanta. And then they would hop back on that same jet, Donna, and fly to the West Coast to San Diego, to Macy's, mm. and do the great tree lighting in San Diego. So they would hit them up for three different... Now, they got paid an exorbitant amount of money to do this. Uh, to fly literally cross-country on a holiday, that's going to cost you a lot of money. Macy's cut that check, though. And they would do a little tour from New York, Atlanta, and then San Diego. And then they'd be done and fly back to Nashville or uh, wherever they were from, wherever they originated you know wherever they began their trip with uh with macy's and it was a little mini macy's christmas tour for an artist yeah it was amazing i mean there were some great acts it was just a lot of fun it was just a great way um you know to spend time with our family it was a tradition basically as the kids were growing up they got to see um santa and usually we went down the week before and did the pink pig and wrote it and it was just a really fun tradition and, and yes there were years where it was kind of a pain and you know you had to be gone and there were certain times but it was really fun it really was a great experience too and um a great team to work with a lot of fun and a great team to work with and and, and you know the kids got in the holiday spirit too because it was thanksgiving you know the official kickoff the day before black friday and then you had christmas coming up a month later it was uh you know i think the kids enjoyed it as well we you know you guys are able to sit in the audience and and, and enjoy it and uh it was just, uh, you know, somebody asked me one time, do you get paid for that? No, you don't get paid for that. You're just grateful and thankful that Macy's thinks enough of you and your talent that they invite you back every year for 13 years uh, for their, their, you know, their, their. Yeah, I was always really nervous for you. I'm like, oh, God, because it was live TV. It's like, what's yeah. going to happen? It's, what's he going to say? What's going to happen? It's a different bear. And when somebody's talking, in I think your you ear, were more, you were dialed in then. You weren't as like free forming. I don't know what that means, but. Uh, well, because I think you were on like kicks, like you were very. It, we weren't doing a podcast. You, I don't know. Like you weren't just like you knew. Like you had to really stay in between the lines. You know what I mean? And I don't, no, I don't now. No, I don't. I don't now. Not at what all. No. Oh, really? Okay. No, you paint outside the lines, and that's a good thing. Okay, I guess so. I don't know. 
Uh, it sound very convincing, yeah, but I'll fine. take it. I'll take it. I'll take the compliment if it was indeed that. All right, let's move it on to... It was a compliment because, I mean, it's not easy to do that. Let's move on to spending Thanksgiving at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Yeah, so Olivia was probably three months old, and we put her in one of those little swings that everybody used to have. I'm sure now they have, like, something that, like, is an AI-generated mommy that holds you and swings you. You know what I mean? But back then, believe it or not, kids, there was this, like, creaky old swing, and it was kind of like... You know, it was a swing that like you put them in and you crank the dial and it was like, and it would go back and forth. Well, I was cooking in the kitchen and had her in there and, or somebody put her in there. I think it was me. I'll take the blame. Um, and didn't, um, didn't put the little seatbelt thing on her. And I mean, she fell right out on top of her head and hit hard on the floor and she was little. I mean, so we were like, oh, God, you know, you just you worry because you don't know. And she was our first child. Again, if this was Charlotte, we would have been like, you're fine. Dust yourself off. Everything's fine. You know what I mean? And we put a sign on the door and we said everything for Thanksgiving is we threw everything in the oven because everything was basically done. And mom was here. Maybe we didn't have Charlotte at the time. I don't think we had Charlotte uh, at the time. I don't think so. And and. No, and I think Will was probably with his mom. So anyways, we just said, you know, because my aunt and uncle were coming over and Annette and I guess my mom. And we were like, everything's in the oven. We'll be back later. Enjoy Thanksgiving. Right. And we went down there and they checked her out. And, you know, of course she was fine. But, you know, you just don't know. And it's like, ugh, you know, high drama. So imagine though, the second well, time. Hang on, imagine rolling up to a note though, posted on a front door. <laughs> at your Thanksgiving family, your family Thanksgiving celebration that says that. You know, uh, gone to Choa. Come on in, reheat your stuff yeah. and enjoy. Bon appetit. Uh, the yeah. second trip to Cho was, uh, was, uh, was, was man. Woo, my it mother, my mother, Grammy was in town again. We had in our master bedroom, a fireplace that had tempered glass. Uh, it was a, what? It was a gas fireplace and it had tempered glass on the front. Yeah, We still have it. it. Well, we thought it was tempered glass. If you touched it, we thought that it had, well, at the time, actually, I didn't think anything. I'll be honest with you. I, it did, I didn't give it a thought. But looking back on it and talking about it after it all happened, we as, would assume, as anyone would, because it's a glass fireplace, that the glass is, if you touch it, it you're not going to burn yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. All right. Wasn't the case for uh, Olivia. Olivia, who was, uh, how old at the time, do you think? Probably six months. Six. No, 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 no. She, she was, was probably two. She was walking. Probably. Yeah, she was like two. One or two. So the fireplace had been on for... I don't know. Quite, I imagine quite some time. And we turned it off. It had a light switch. So we turned it off. And um, she was toddling around and kind of like was over near it and, you know, was off balance and steered, steeled herself with her hand against the fireplace and burned her hand. And so we put her in the car and we drove to the fire station around yep. the corner because we were like, we didn't know. We were On just Francis. like freaking out. Yep. yep. And they were like, go down to Choa, go down to Choa. And so we went down there and, you know, they have all these different codes for like things like bluebird or whatever, where it's kind of like an emergency. And she was fine. They, they um, did have to wrap her hand and we had to do some silverdine cream and it was pretty, you know, I mean, it was a bad burn, Yeah, bubbled um, up, but it did like not leave do. any, yeah, it did. It didn't leave any scars, but I mean, there's just nothing worse than seeing your child in pain. And we're very, I just want to knock. We are very, very fortunate with three kids. You know, for years you did a telethon for, um, and a fundraiser for Choa. And we are so, so lucky to have this hospital in our backyard, but we really, um, we're very lucky as parents. You know, I don't even think I, I got to really knock here. I don't think we had a broken bone. 
I don't think we did either. Um, I know we didn't, as a matter of so, fact. So, you know, we we had a lot of strep. We had a lot of stomach viruses. And we had, a lot of RSV. you know, this that happened. Um, but we're, you know, I just thank my lucky stars every single day because I know there are people who are, are currently dealing with or deal with much more serious things. But it was scary. As a parent, it's always scary. And you never want to see your child in pain, you know. And then it went back on the door that year. Yeah. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Yeah. See you soon. We're at I think at that point they were like, maybe these two need like some parenting help or something. I think we did quite well. We did. Will's 24. He's uh, spending Thanksgiving with his mother in wherever she is, East Tennessee, I think, right? Or Western North Carolina. Yep. Uh, Olivia is uh, home from Knoxville. We're recording day prior to Thanksgiving. It's Wednesday, record day. And uh, uh, Olivia's leaving at 2 o'clock. Knoxville coming home with her boyfriend Jack and Fudge, the cat, mm. and that other cat. They've adopted. Misfire. And then Charlotte, our it's high school. It's not coming to my house. High school senior who is 19 years old is uh, out with friends. Right. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. And you can join us 5.30 till 10 a.m. Eastern weekdays for Cadillac and Donna on the Bear 92.5 in Atlanta. Simple search for the Bear 92.5 in the Apple App Store, Apple Store, or Google Play. And we'd love to wake up with you. That sounds dirty, but we'd love to. And uh, listen, traveling yeah. for the holidays is a great opportunity to catch up on podcasts Episodes that you may have missed of this podcast or, or, you know, cram new episodes that you missed or go back and re-listen to some favorites as well. They're all there in the library. That's one of the great things about podcasting, Donna. They never go away. Oh, yeah. That's kind of scary. Um, we can't leave the Thanksgiving Palooza without telling everyone what was in our oven that we discovered at Christmas. Yes. Um, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, there are basically 30 days. It's a month, right? Yeah. So for 30 yes. days in our double oven... The bottom of the two, if I recall, right? Yes. So these were gifted to us. We had a, a wonderful woman who helped us when the girls were growing up, and her name was Miss Eva. And we'll have to tell some stories about Miss Eva maybe on the next podcast. We really haven't touched on Miss Eva, but she really, she was a godsend, this woman, because I was working full-time, you were working full-time. Um, we had gotten custody of Will, so we became a family of two very quickly, or three, because we had Olivia, actually three, because I was pregnant with Charlotte. And I was going back to work, and we needed help. And so we originally had our kiddos in daycare, and they were sick a lot. And so we found Miss Eva. And the great thing about Miss Eva is at the time we were having to travel a little bit for your work. And so she basically just took over. You know, we, we didn't have to hire babysitters. We, and our parents certainly helped out, but she really was a godsend. But she was an amazing cook. And she um, made these turkey legs. And brought them over for us. What the kind you'd buy and at the Renaissance, a Renaissance yes, festival somewhere. That kind of turkey leg, yeah, huge. not not an attractive turkey leg, no. a big, huge turkey leg. And I would say there was what seven of them, maybe. That we were going to reheat and serve at Thanksgiving, and we reheated them, but didn't serve them because we forgot about them, and they sat in that well, bottom I think burner. We had so much turkey. We had so much food. Yeah. For thirty days, they sat there. Until Christmas oh Day, we're trying to do the same thing, prepare. You know, we host uh, most holidays. And so uh, Christmas Day, somebody goes to preheat the bottom oven for the first time in 30 days. And what do you know? There are seven black-as-night turkey legs sitting, oh, on a, sitting on a platter. Merry Christmas. I can still see them. Can you? Yes. Smell them, too. I mean, they, they looked like something you would drive upon on, like, I-85 in yep. between, like, 
Megan and Savannah. The vultures like just wouldn't even touch some it. Unknown bird. Yep. Yeah, I'm serious. It was horrific. And I was like, oh my God, the turkey legs. Like, what do we do? We are grateful. We are thankful we for you. Eat. And uh, We didn't eat them. We didn't eat them, but we had lots of good food. We always do. Yes. All right. We are grateful, thankful yes. for your support of both the podcast and the radio show. Have a great Thanksgiving. Safe travels, if that's you. Um, anything else, Donna, before we cut here and uh, enjoy food and fellowship? No, just, you know what? Um, I'm I'm doing this right now. I am. It's a, it is a stressful time. I, you know, I've had different stressful jobs, but retail really stinks during these days. But you know what? I, if if um, we don't get enough butter or if you get the wrong Brussels sprouts or whatever, it really doesn't matter. Okay. It's just about being together and spending time together but please take some time to get the right brussels sprouts if you will um, i'll do that just, well be, hey, listen be available when i go to the store too in case i have questions i'll be like an instacart okay. shopper i'll bug the shit out of you oh great with text and calls both okay that's that point where i'm like i should have just gone by myself yeah i know you have this i have no I doubt got it. i got it i got it and if i don't yes. you'll hear about it next episode that's true of this podcast cadillac jack my second actor thanks to executive producers carl appen and hans appen steve mitchell provides a uh, production assistance as uh, executive producer of Cadillac and Donna, weekday mornings on the Bear 92.5 in Atlanta, and also the podcast Cadillac Jack My Second at Ingo Studios, I-N-G-O, Ingo Studios. And Steve Mitchell, thank you for uh, thank you for everything that you do. We're grateful and thankful for Mitchell, Hans, Carl, the Appen family. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. Proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network. Happy holidays and happy Thanksgiving. Whoa!